Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, and you are listening to the Confessions of a Young Doctor podcast, where we are striving for a balance at work and at home so that we can be the best for our patients, our family, and most importantly, for ourselves. Hi, friends. So one of the common questions that I get from my peers is just kind of what my average schedule looks like and how I'm managing my practice with my associateship job. So I figured I would just kind of lay out what like a week in the life looks like and kind of go over everything. So how I'm balancing work stuff, office stuff, um, personal stuff, health and wellness, all of that. So I'm just going to kind of give a summary of what a typical week looks like for me and hopefully that will answer a lot of questions. Okay, so if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I work about two and a half days a week in my practice and then about two and a half days a week in my associateship job. So what that looks like is every Monday I am in my practice and we work from 8 to 5 with lunch from 12 to 1. So we're pretty much seeing patients during that whole time unless, um, you know, we have a gap or we have some kind of meeting or vendor coming in. But most of the time it's patient care 8 to 12 lunch from 12 to 1, and then patients again from 1 to 5. So then every Tuesday, I work at my associateship job. So I am never in my office on a Tuesday. Um, And when I work at my other job on Tuesdays, I work also from 8 to 5. The only difference is that our lunch is from 1 to 2. So that actually works out well, even though I hate having such a late lunch. I am the type of person who would be happy to eat lunch at 11 a.m. every day, so waiting until 1 o'clock kills me sometimes. Um, But in terms of my schedule, it works out well because my office lunch is 12 to 1. So my full-time employee who works remotely on Tuesdays, if I want to talk with her during my lunch at my job, I'm not cutting into her designated lunchtime because her lunch is already over at that point. So I didn't um, plan it that way, but it's just the way that they were already taking lunch at my associateship job, but it actually worked out pretty well. Okay, so then Wednesdays are the day that changes. So Every other Wednesday, I'm either in my practice or I am at my job. So um, my practice, whenever I am there, the hours are 8 to 5 with lunch from 12 to 1. So when it's a Wednesday in my office, again, um, it's 12 patient care, lunch 12 to 1, and then patients 1 to 5. When I am at my job, 
on Wednesdays. That is our later night. So we work nine to six. Again, our lunch is still one to two. When I first started, it was a 10 to seven day and the lunch was at 2 p.m. And that was killer for me. Um, so I'm very happy that we have navigated the hours a little bit to be nine to six and then um, still have that lunch at one o'clock instead of two because with the about 45 minute or so commute that I have when we were working till seven, I was getting home um, later than I wanted to, almost like eight o'clock. And at that point, I am a morning person so um not getting home until eight o'clock and then eating dinner and then going right to bed was not not fun for me um so that is wednesdays and then thursdays i am always at my associateship job so again that is the schedule just like a tuesday so i am there eight to five with lunch from one to two. And then Fridays, I am always in my office. So again, it's a my office day, eight to five, lunch from 12 to one. So it's kind of nice because my office days always kind of bookend the weekend. And my office is only 10 minutes from my house. So it's a lot shorter of a commute so I can sleep in a little bit more when I am working in my office and so it's a good way to kind of start and end the week and then with those flip-flopping Wednesdays um, I'm either kind of alternating every day between my practice and my job or we're there Monday and then we're not there again until Friday and so far that has been okay um but it's starting to not become an issue but sometimes if a patient comes in and then they have like an emergency or a poking wire or something like that if i'm not able to see them again until friday um sometimes that is starting to become a little bit more annoying um, but up until this point, I really haven't had an issue with that. I know, um, you might think that it can be an issue to only be in the office part-time with like emergencies, but because we're a startup, our patient pool is much lower. So that means that your extra care visits, you know, poking wires, broken brackets, things like that are also much, much lower. So I really haven't found any time where I needed to come in like on an evening after working at my job or um, come in over the weekend to fix a patient problem. Um, knock on wood <laughs> that it doesn't happen to me like this week now that I said that um, but so far it's been fine now that we are getting busier and we have more patience though I could see how that might start to become an issue I think the Monday Wednesday Friday weeks are not a problem because usually if people call we'll either get them in that same day or you know if it's a Tuesday or Thursday getting them an appointment the next day is 
usually not an issue, um, but it's really just those weeks where we're there on Monday and then we're not there again until Friday. But like I said, up to this point, it really hasn't been a huge problem. And then if you follow along on Instagram, you know that in March, I worked my last Saturday ever. So I used to work from eight to one, one Saturday a month at my associateship job. And it always seemed to be the Saturday of the month that I had something to do. So um, I was always like rushing from there to another event or something like that. And even though it was only eight to one, it really did kind of just like kill the whole day because I would always come home and just be so tired that I wouldn't want to do anything. Um, So I decided back in December, I think, that I didn't want to do Saturdays anymore after March. So April this month is my first month without having to work a Saturday. And the way that it would have fallen, I believe next Saturday would be my Saturday to work. And I am so happy to not be working um, just because of this past weekend being Easter. And then we are actually taking a trip at the end of April. So it'll be really, really nice to have a full free weekend with no work or anything to do. Um, But I did that for pretty much a year and a half, I want to say, working one Saturday a month. And while it wasn't my favorite, it was a good way to earn some extra money. So I'm happy to be done with it. Um, But if you're looking for a way to kind of get some extra days, get some extra money in the beginning when your cash flow at your startup is limited, it's definitely um, a good option. Okay, so that kind of covers just like my basic work schedule, but what about everything else, right? Um, So as far as getting things done, um, like working on Invisalign ClinChecks, and um, we do Embrace, which has a similar kind of thing where you have to do an online setup. I try to do most of that stuff at the office. So at my office, I'll do it for my patients um, in between patients or moments when my assistant is working on them and I'm not needed chair side. And then same thing at my associateship job. I try not to work on any of that stuff Um on weeknights occasionally on a weekend morning i will do like clin checks or something to catch up but i really try to limit that to being just in the office um just so that i'm saving my time outside of the practice for other stuff so um when it comes to taking meetings or things like that I generally will do them during my lunchtime. So either um, when I'm at my office or at my associateship job, I will take a call. Like, you know, it was just tax season, so I had a couple calls with my accountant. So I either did those during my lunchtime or right after work. If they are willing to talk to me at that, at that time, I will 
definitely ask vendors or whoever um, if we could chat at like five o'clock. I love dealing with people on the West Coast because I can pretty much always talk to them after my work schedule um, because I'm on Easter time, Eastern time and they're on Pacific. So that's always great. Um, but yeah, I kind of, it's hard with ortho to really schedule in the day because every appointment is usually pretty short and you have to kind of go to the chairs frequently. So you can't really get like a half an hour block where nobody's going to need you. So generally I just do that during my lunch and so on the days that I am in my practice, like I said, it's pretty close to my house. I have like a less than 10 minute drive to the office. So I just listen to the radio or whatever as I drive in. But on the days that I am commuting to my job, I have about a 45 minute drive each direction. So I use that opportunity to listen to podcasts, to learn more, um, and not just kind of waste the time. So, um, some different podcasts that I'll listen to, some are, you know, ortho dental related, some are more like personal development. So, uh, you guys know I'm a big podcast person, um, but ones that I really like are shared practices, um, and orthopreneurs for kind of ortho practice management stuff. Um, I also listen to Jill Allen's podcast, Hey Docs, sometimes, um, or a couple like other random ones. As far as non-dental ortho ones, I like to listen to Ed Milet's podcast. I also listen to um, Jenna Kutcher's podcast, Gold Digger. And, oh, there's another podcast that I listen to that is... It's called um, The Billion Dollar Podcast, which is kind of a funny name, but it is two of the guys who are the founders of Shared Practices, and it's kind of like their fun show, so they don't talk about anything dental practice management necessarily, but they just talk about life kind of as a young dentist and practice owner and now they actually own their own kind of DSO. So um, that is just interesting for me to hear their perspective on stuff and it's more of a lighthearted podcast, I guess you could say, less serious. Um, so I listen to that usually at the end of the day when my brain is a little bit fried. <laughs> so I try to do the more academic learning practice management types in the morning. And then at the end of the day, more of the fun ones. So those are pretty much the podcast rotation that I go through. I would definitely recommend if you have a long commute getting into some type of podcast because honestly, it's like free time. I really started getting into podcasts and learning on podcasts when I was in residency because I had, again, a 45-minute commute into Penn every day. And that is where the inspiration and a lot of the learnings that I got when it came to 
opening my practice came from. So if you have a long commute, I would highly recommend trying to get into some kind of podcast just uh, to kind of use that time to your advantage rather than just listening to music. If you, you know, listen to audiobooks or podcasts for pleasure, that's totally fine. Um, you know, sometimes you just need a mental unwind. I definitely listen to music sometimes after a long day. So no shame, but I would say it's a great use of your time if you are interested in practice ownership because it's like taking a free CE course every day. So once I'm home, I do regular household stuff. So my husband and I usually make dinner. Sometimes if I'm lucky, he will have dinner ready for me when I get home, which is awesome. But lately he's been a little bit more busy with work, so he hasn't been able to do that. Um, so we cook dinner and then sometimes we will watch a show or do something together. And then usually I work out after that. And by the time I do my workout shower, um, I usually have a little bit of work to do for the practice, whether that's working on advertising stuff or website stuff, emails, that kind of thing. Um, again, I try not to do clinical stuff at night at home, but it's usually more the business stuff, marketing and all of that, that I'm working on in the evenings. Um, so sometimes I'll do that. If not, we'll just kind of spend more time together. And then I pack my lunch, set my coffee pot, and get into bed usually between 10 and 11 and I usually wake up around 5 45 ish in the mornings so that is pretty much my routine I'm a very habitual person so Monday through Thursday that's pretty much what it looks like and then Friday nights usually we go out to dinner and just kind of celebrate the week being done um and then Saturdays when I'm not working, usually in the morning, I will do pra practice stuff like payroll, accounting, all of that. And then um, the rest of the day, we have free to work on some house projects. We're doing a lot with our yard right now because it is spring and we're trying to clean everything out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Sundays same thing i will work on more practice stuff in the morning i am my most productive from like 8 to 10 a.m so i usually try to get all that stuff done on the weekends and then you know stuff like laundry grocery shopping all that normal stuff this weekend was easter so we had an egg hunt in the little community where my practice is with the other local businesses in there we had over 3,000 eggs and we have three separate groups of probably like 100 people each come out so it was a lot of fun the kids really enjoyed it but it was very tiring um, and then I followed that up with the rotation of family Easter visits. So this weekend was a bit of a, a whirlwind, but that's because it was a holiday. So um, hopefully next weekend will be much more calm. And I know that 
it will be great because I'm not working. So that kind of gives you a look at what my average schedule is right now. I would say it is a lot. Um, It would be really nice to have like one day a week where I wasn't practicing Monday through Friday just to give me time to do all of that administrative practice stuff because um, now trying to fit it in on nights and weekends is a little bit much with trying to get other things done. So I think when I get to the point where my practice is fully, you know, I'm only working at my practice, I would want to at most be four days a week, which I know people always make like, not comments, but yeah, comments about, you know, doctors only working four days a week, having Fridays off. Um, But to be honest, now being in this position, I feel like you definitely uh, need it as a practice owner. I think if you're an associate and you don't have any outside duties, yeah, it's kind of just cushy to have an extra day off. But with having running the business, I could definitely use an extra day. So that is the goal and that's my future plan. Um, But for now, we're just kind of plugging along, you know, fitting it in where we can. So I hope that gives you a little peek into what it looks like, at least for me, with being a startup practice owner. And if you're looking to kind of plan what you might do in this situation, um, I would say just find what works for you and just be organized and have a routine and a schedule that has really helped me to make sure that I can get everything done with the limited amount of time that I have. All right, guys, so that is going to do it for this week's episode. I will catch you all in the next one. Bye, guys.